I was talking about this earlier, and I don't know if anybody else has run into this, and my wife has spent the last two or three days trying to find cornflakes because she makes that Christmas wife saver. I'm sure you've heard of that. It's a very popular thing. Basically, it's something you make the day before, and then you just pop it in the oven on Christmas morning so you don't have to worry about making something. Uh, but I, if I if I remember correctly, the top, like the crust on the top, is made out of cornflakes, which are apparently impossible to find right now. She went to like four or five places. And uh, this morning when we were talking about people texting me and saying that same thing with um, Rice Krispies, extremely hard to find. We know there's issues with the supply chain, but I'm not sure what's going on with cereals. Let's see if we can find out. We're going to chat with Sylvain Charlebois, who is the director of the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University. We've talked with him before. Merry Christmas, Sylvain. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Merry Christmas. What's going on with cereal? Why can't we find cornflakes? What's happening? Kellogg's was on strike for a few weeks in the United States. So it's a different story. I know a lot of people want to blame supply chains and COVID and all that, but it was actually a strike uh, affecting Kellogg's, and that's why we've seen shortages of Rice Krispies and, and cornflakes. But Here's the, here's the good news. The strike is over. <laughs> it was actually, it ended last week, so we're expecting uh, cornflakes to be back in, uh, in Canada probably, I would say, uh, just before New Year's or so. So hang in there. Hang in there. It's You'll coming. get your cornflakes okay. and your rice krispies for sure. Yeah, you mentioned the supply chain line, and we've talked so much about that in the last several months. All kinds of issues with this, that, and the other thing. Are there particular... Christmas goodies or Christmas products we typically buy from the grocery stores that have been uh, adversely affected this year that you've noticed? Are you a big fan of candy canes? Yeah, I mean, I can take them or leave them. <laughs> I, 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 you know, we're short on, on candy canes these days. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, some manufacturers in the United States can't get sugar. So anything overseas to get ingredients, it's been difficult, um, and uh, that's that's really because of COVID. Uh, with with Omicron and new protocols, uh, it's really tough for for transportation companies to really predict how long it will take to move things around. You got some drivers uh, going in isolation. Yeah. Uh, there's lots going on right now. I think everyone actually understands how Omicron affects people, but you need people to operate a supply chain. And that's kind of what's going on right now. What uh, What about what happened in BC? And we know all the, the highways that were derailed for a while. They're up and running for Essential now. But um, did that set things back and cause some problems for Christmas? Not really. I mean, okay. I, I, I must say, I mean, what happened in BC is nothing short of a miracle. I actually thought that we would be out for that connection with the Port of Vancouver. I thought we would... Uh, we would be out for a long time. I think we were out for 10 days or something, and they basically uh, they were hauling uh, trains that were three kilometers long to catch up. And so you can see that really uh, companies uh, have done a really good job making sure that uh, that business uh, continued through the Port of Vancouver. I mean, every year the Port of Vancouver sees about $12 billion worth of food going in and out. Wow. So you probably heard in the news of the last 24 hours, McDonald's in Japan uh, are out of French fries. Canadian yeah. French fries. That's that's due to the to BC floods uh, essentially. So you, you we for a while we couldn't get potatoes to the port, and that's why they're short right now. 
Interesting. How are we looking in terms of, I mean, we know it's been tight and there's all kinds of different issues. And like you said, it's almost seemed to be a perfect storm. It's one thing after another, just straining our supply chains. Um, how are we yeah. looking heading into 2022? Is there any improvement in sight? I think it's going to be, it's going to be messy for a while. Um, I mean, you're, you're trying to restart a, an economy while deal, dealing with a pandemic. Yeah. And uh, what we're seeing right now across the country are nervous governments uh not sure exactly how to deal with omicron we don't have we don't have a whole lot of data so right now uh what we're seeing say in quebec and ontario we're seeing governments really trying to keep people uh home as much as possible which is not uh great for business yeah. uh obviously but you want to keep people safe because you don't know much about this variant uh and i you know what i actually think there's going to be more variants i hate to say this but i think the year 2022 will be the year will be uh that will befriend uh the pandemic essentially we're going to accept the fact yeah. that this is this is here to stay yeah. and we need to run supply chains based on the fact that we need to continue with with our business and and so this is going to help supply chains, uh, some normalcy, accepting the fact that we need to keep people safe while, pe- while people are working is going to be essential. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think we're going to we're getting closer and closer to that, Sylvain, where we're going to have to start to make some decisions about how we deal with this going forward. But like you say, it's going to be a rocky ride until we get to whatever this looks like. Um, always a pleasure chatting and getting an update on what's happening. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. We'll chat in the new year. May- Merry Christmas to you too as well. Take care. Thanks very much. That is Sylvain Charlebois, who's director of the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University.